Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and What's on TV magazine. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 20th of November 2020, including the Netflix film Hillbilly Elegy, starring Glenn Close and Amy Adams, and Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Yay! (laughs) And we'll also be looking at documentaries The Pack on Amazon Prime and teen drama We Are Who We Are on BBC Three. But first, Ian, tell, tell us, what's in the news? Well, I don't know if you remember a sitcom, well, sort of comedy drama really, called Back, starring Peep Show's David Mitchell and Robert Webb. Yes, I do. On Channel 4, well, back is back, uh, and I'm going to be talking to the guys and the writer uh, about it um, in the next couple of weeks. So very much looking forward to that. Um, What have you spotted, Hannah? Well, um, Rose Byrne um, is teaming up with her neighbour's co-star Seth Rogen for Apple TV Plus's 10-part comedy Platonic. Um, and it kind of follows four, well, two former best friends who kind of try and resurrect their relationship um, after a kind of a big argument. Um, but of course, chaos soon enters their lives, you'd imagine. It looks quite fun, actually. Of course it does. Uh, well, look forward to that. <laughs> but in the meantime, this week, um, yeah, so the big movie release on netflix is called hillbilly elegy that lands on tuesday um let's have a listen to a clip i thought your mama was gonna be all right (laughs) be happy i know i could have done better but you you got to decide you want to be somebody or not okay so uh (laughs) This is based on an autobiography called Hillbilly Elegy, A Memoir of a Family and Culture in Crisis, a bit of a mouthful, written by J.D. Vance. So it's based on a true story, and it's basically about his sort of upbringing in quite a troubled family and him trying to kind of break away. Um, It stars Glenn Close, who's virtually unrecognisable as the granny, and Amy Adams as his mum, who struggles with addiction problems and also anger management. Um, and he, we see it, it's in two timelines. We see him as a, as, a, as a boy, a teenager. And then we also see him when he's kind of met, he's been in the Marines and then he's, he's gone to Yale as a law student. And it's good casting because it's one of those cases where you can see that the young actor could have grown up into the, to the older character played by Gabriel Basso. But yeah, it's, it's really, it's all about the two female leads. The critics have been a bit sniffy about that. Some of, some of them have called it woeful. Uh, I really, I thought it was great and I was really moved by it because it's, a, it's kind of about how trauma keeps replaying through the generations and I thought Amy Adams as as the mum who sometimes is the loving doting mum but then sometimes is violent out of control on drugs etc etc and then close as the the sort of rock of the family the grandma who the young lad eventually goes to live with um, but equally had her own difficult marriage so I found it really moving I don't know people said it's too melodramatic but 
I, I very much enjoyed it. And, and at the end, uh, which is very interesting, because there's quite a lot of prosthetics and so on used for the, for the female stars, but they show pictures of the real people and they really do look like them. And they also say, okay, what happened next, you know, at the end of the film. But yeah, I, I, I loved it. What, what do you think, Hannah? Well, I think it's quite gritty, isn't it? Um, I, I kind of, you know, when there's sort of two things going on, two timelines, like you like you spoke about, I sometimes, it doesn't take much to confuse me, but you know, you're kind of jumping around and you really need to concentrate. I think I think you do need to concentrate a bit, but I think the critics have been, have been pretty harsh about this because it is gritty and it does deal with... Um, kind of as like you say the mum who's kind of like a pendulum swinging from one emotion to another fairly relatable to, to, to some people I would say too and it's directed by Ron Howard uh, of course yeah who did Apollo 13 and there is quite yeah. a lot of Oscar buzz about this so yeah I, I I personally I recommend it I really enjoyed it well, you often have that though don't you when there's a bit of an Oscar buzz and the critics have panned it I mean that yeah. does that sometimes does go hand in hand weirdly but I would also say it is, it's quite a tough watch because anything to do with you know kids really struggling because of out of control parents it is quite difficult to watch but I yeah that, really good yeah. now thankfully I think it is really hard to watch you've got something <laughs> a, you've got something a little more a bit more light hearted for us haven't you I do I like I like to be landed with the light hearted ones <laughs> I would like to introduce you today to big drum roll Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square yeah. um, this is <laughs> yeah this is as brilliant as it sounds of course um, it's on Netflix let's have a listen to should we listen to the music? Are we listening to a clip? What are we listening to? We're going to listen to uh, a little bit of Dolly singing uh, one of the many songs uh, from the film. Here we go. Fabulous. Christmas is a time for caring, being at your best. Christmas is a time for sharing, knowing you've been blessed. There are the haves and the have-nots, and you could be either one okay so i can tell your enthusiasm on this uh with this one ian but um this is a new uh movie musical um and no less than 14 original songs by dolly herself you'll be pleased to hear um and it's a it is a it is a musical so it's kind of has that whole festive uh, drama there's um uh, Dolly who plays the kind of the angel that's going to save the day if you like and then we've got Regina Fuller who is played by Christine Baranski um, who's the kind of Scrooge in there who wants everybody to move out of the area and they've got to be evicted on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve so Dolly Ooh. has to save Christmas okay um, <laughs> did you know you probably did know this Christine was an angel in Beauty School Dropout in Greece Oh, really? So, you see, Dolly's an angel in this, and she was an angel in Greece. But anyway, I digress. Um, So, yeah, this is just light-hearted fun. Nothing more to it than that. It's based on the usual kind of typical type um, uh, Christmas story where there's the goody and the baddie, um, and somebody needs to save Christmas, which inevitably I I assume she probably does. Well, let's hope so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I do hope so. After the year we've had, we need Christmas. <laughs> I mean, everything. Everyone loves Dolly, don't they? And and everything about Dolly Parton is pretty over the top. And as is this. I mean, I do think the songs sound decent. It's directed by Debbie Allen of Fame, Fame, and we'll be talking a bit yeah. more about her next week. Um, it 
I mean, I do like musicals, but this was t- a bit too schmaltzy for me. And I must admit, I don't want to yeah. be cruel, but Dolly Parton must be one of the strangest looking Christmas angels <laughs> ever to appear. I mean, that, you know, she just is. But that is cruel. I mean, that is cruel. That the is thing not is, okay. if you love Dolly Parton, you are you're gonna love this, aren't you? You are. I mean, you, you can't move for Dolly Parton, basically. So if you love Dolly Parton, this is the thing to watch. But I, I, I do take on board what you're saying. It's, it's in your face. There's no kind of respite to this. This is just song after song after song. You know, it's like me singing this podcast. You know, why can't you just talk for a bit? Because I can't. That, that you know, could it's, work. It's really kind of like that. We'll, I'm, I've, I've, that's my audition. We'll do that one. We'll have the musical <laughs> episode like so many shows do. <laughs> Okay. Yes, well, uh, again, something very different for you this week. It's uh, a new series on BBC Three that arrives on Sunday as an eight-episode box set. It's called "We Are Who We Are," uh, and it's sort of it's about misfit teens. So um, let's have a quick listen. In the body, where everything has a price, I was a beggar. Why do you read poetry? Every word means something. Never kissed anyone before. Have you? This is an interesting one. It's from the director of the film Call Me By Your Name, uh, which was very acclaimed. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. And it's set on a, a US Army base in Italy. And... A sort of new commanding officer arrives who's played by um, Chloe Savigny, the wonderful Chloe Savigny. Um, And she brings with her her wife, Maggie, and her teenage son, Fraser. So (laughs) I started watching this and and my immediate reaction was Fraser is the most irritating teenager (laughs) I've ever seen. And so that kind of put my back up. But as it continues this series really captures something about what it is to be a teenager who doesn't fit in and i mean this lad obviously he's been moved around army bases like all the army kids are so he's arriving in a new place obviously he's trying to fit in with a new group of kids um yeah and the more i watched it the more i liked it so and he falls for this this girl and episodes one and two follow his arrival at the base first from his point of view and then from hers and I mean it's pretty modern because it starts looking at kind of the concept of non-binary gender identity because the girl kind of likes to dress as a boy it's looking at sort of straight and gay black and white adolescence adulthood I think the home the home stuff with with Chloe Savigny and the boy they have a very kind of angry relationship that's really well done so very unusual uh but yeah I, I sort of almost against my initial reaction i was really drawn into this what did you think i i i agree i think it's really well done actually i i can see what you're saying about how irritating um <laughs> the lad is but it's incredibly empowering i think um and it deals with whereas a lot of um uh, things we watch deal with one issue it doesn't. It keeps coming. It's looking at absolutely everything. And go as a teenager, 
how kind of the lens that, that, that they see that through and some of the difficulties and hurdles that they come across. And I, I, I think it's quite commendable what they've done, to be honest with you, in this. I, I think, I think it, is, it is good. And you kind of, um, as I say, you see the world through the teenage lens and how difficult it, it can be if, like you say, you don't fit in. And it's not all kind of teenage angst because there are, there are some lighter bits. There's a great moment in episode one where some of the uh, soldiers are having a game of basketball and he, he's wearing these kind of knee-length leopard skin furry shorts. <laughs> he's got dyed blonde hair, painted fingernails. He never takes his, his earbuds out. And I love him, by the way. He just decides to go <laughs> sort of dancing across the basketball court in the middle of a game, which I thought it just absolutely captured the character. It's fantastic. It's spot on for BBC Three's audience. It's absolutely it's a good acquisition for them. Right, moving on. Oh, another favourite topic of ours, I think. <laughs> Dogs. Right. <Yes. laughs> um, so we kind of touched on this last week, um, but Amazon Prime have got a new show called The Pack. Um, and it's 12 teams of dogs and their companions, and they embark on a, a global adventure to compete. Um, and so it's kind of, they're, they're fun, they're exciting challenges. But let, let, can we have a listen to, to dogs barking or not? Yes, we can. Not yours this time, but <laughs> not fact, mine this but, time. But I can, I can do that if you want. <laughs> We're gonna take twelve dogs and their partners. They'll travel to beautiful countries and compete in epic challenges. Right, Luce? Bye. Hey, they're behind us. They're behind us. This way, guys. Come on. Go, 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 go. This is just a life that I thought I'd never have, especially with a dog by my side. <laughs> Okay, so this is presented by the Olympic skiing champion, Lindsay Yvonne, um, and her dog, of course, her dog called Lucy. They present the show. And it's kind of full of challenges, and there's a $500,000 um, uh, prize fund. Um, and I don't know if you've seen any of it, Ian, but what, what I love about it is how competitive people are. <laughs> These poor dogs. I mean, they're just happy to be with their owners. I know that, but they are so competitive. But I suppose if there's $500,000, I should say, up for grabs, then, you know, why not? Yeah, I think it's... I mean, there are so many of these challenge shows, aren't there? Um, races around the world recently. But this is an unusual twist on it, and it does go to some sort of very different environments, doesn't it? Sort of from the urban jungle to the rainforest. Yeah, so, and of course, as you know, uh, and like yourself, I absolutely love dogs. So, uh, and I was watching last night, I was watching, uh, what is it, 12 Puppies and Us, or whatever it's called about, all those new oh, puppies arriving in the house. So, yeah, I think this is great fun. And, uh, yeah, something a bit different on Amazon, isn't it? Particularly during lockdown, isn't everyone, uh, um, isn't everyone getting dogs? I mean, dog prices yeah well that's the absolutely hideous right. like that where everyone's at are home are your yeah. dogs very trainable could you get them could they get involved in some kind of challenge oh yeah I reckon they win <laughs> there's a $500,000 so. price there right, oh, I'm going I for like, it I like your confidence that's, that's <laughs> lovely to hear well <laughs> I'll quickly round up um, a few other things there's so much on this week so on Disney on Friday uh there's a documentary series starting called Marvel 616, which that refers to, I mean, we won't go into it, but it's Earth 616 is relevant in the Marvel Universe. But anyway, that's by the by. This is a slightly unusual take on the Marvel Comics Universe because, for instance, episode one is all about it's a school putting on a sort of Marvel play. 
uh, and how how sort of mm. empowering it is for the kids. So there's lots of different things. There's sort of people who became uh, graphic artists and just just variations on people's love of the Marvel Universe and how they got into it or how they use it in a different way. Um, We've also got the real right stuff, of course. We talked about the right stuff on Disney, the drama about the space race. Um, this is a documentary telling the the, the real story. Uh, very good. Um, it's done by is it National Geographic that for Disney. That is correct, yeah. And mm. also, festive film on Netflix, Alien Christmas, extraterrestrials are trying to steal Earth's gravity again. Yeah, so there's plenty going on, and we're just beginning to crank up towards uh the the big christmas releases so we will be doing a big christmas show i can't wait can't wait love christmas oh <laughs> you do don't you <laughs> so, uh it's time to find out uh what on earth have you been binging on this week hannah well a few things actually so i've kind of um got into the undoing um nicole kibben yes, and hugh grant yes. um more twists and turns and i then i know where to go really at the moment but i'm loving it and i'm loving the narrative as well in the press over it because it's so much it's one of those um programs that's kind of getting everyone talking who did it you know why how and you just kind of it's going to end up where you never expected you know so yeah i'm really enjoying that at the moment and i think like you said nicole kibben does just look just like um Rebecca she Brooks <laughs> with the long flowing locks and Hugh Grant his his usual brilliant self. Um, also um, on Amazon Prime, this is just a sort of funny, light-hearted thing. But I've been watching Life in Pieces. It's kind of um, about one big family and it's four short stories in each one. It's just it's just it's just a bit of fun basically. Um, but I think you and I both have binging on something quite specific. So I'll let I'll let you go into that. Yes, so on BBC iPlayer, um, there's a documentary series about Oscar Pistorius, the South African uh, athlete called the Blade Runner, because he, he runs on these prosthetic blades. And it's, it's, it's about his life and then building up to, obviously, um, the death of his girlfriend, Reva, and the trial. Now, this is a the reviews of this are very much focused on the fact that it's <clears throat> it's a very pro-Pistorius take, I think, on the whole story. There are a lot of apologists for him. Uh, a lot of his friends and relatives are interviewed. And I did find myself shouting at the TV quite <laughs> a lot. And it was sort of, yeah, obviously it, it was giving you his backstory and the kind of very positive aspects of that in contrast to, to what then happened. I mean, And of course... I'd forgotten that initially he was cleared of murder. I also watched a two-hour special of one of my favourite documentary series on Channel 4, 24 Hours in Police Custody, about a big big drugs bust. And because Back is coming back, uh, I watched series one of that again on all four. And it's it's well worth revisiting. It's very funny if you like Peep Show. I mean, it's a, it's a cracker. So we've just got time to look ahead to what treats are in store for us next next week. So what are we going to be looking at, Hannah? Well, we've got um, Black Beauty on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I know. I, I mean, anyone that knows the Black Beauty story, it's pretty 
well, it's pretty upsetting. Um, and if you look, if you've seen any of this so far, this is. I mean, when they do it again, they recreate these things. They just they come back bigger and better and more upsetting. I think than any of these Disney films that you watch because they're just so much more realistic. I suppose. So oh, yeah. um, it's a it's kind of a new adaptation of the Anna Sewell book um, uh, about a teenager and a Mustang and uh, Kate Winslet voices um, yes. Black Beauty, and it's a it's a it's a lovely story. All's well that ends well i i suppose um but yeah it, it looks absolutely brilliant really well done as you'd imagine from disney great now also we mentioned debbie allen uh earlier um on netflix there's a documentary called dance dreams hot chocolate nutcracker so that's a behind the scenes look at her dance academy where they're rehearsing uh production of the nutcracker and also of course a festive film noel on Disney Plus, starring Anna me. Kendrick <laughs> and the brilliant I love Bill Hader, who was in Superbad. Um, so we'll be talking about those. But in the meantime, keep, keep watching. watching.